What's going on, everybody? I'm Kyle Webb. And I'm his brother, Nathan Webb. And you are listening to our podcast, Two Brothers and a Review. Here on Two Brothers and a Review, each week, Saturday at noon, we review a different movie depending on the theme of that month. So make sure you're checking us out each week on all the platforms we're on and see what we're reviewing. Yeah, that's right. It's, uh, you know, you can get on Instagram and follow us, Two Bros in a Review. Uh, we're just constantly posting content and letting you know what we're reviewing. Follow us, like, comment, message, do what you got to do. Just let us know you're there. Absolutely. We're on road to 100 still, so please make sure you're following us. Like we've already said, it's the best place to communicate with us. And also, every week, you'll see the different cover art edits and whatever else we put up. It's pretty funny most of the time. Also, every week, listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. There's so many more. If there's a specific platform that you want us on, just reach out to us at that Instagram, Two Bros in a Review, and let us know. We will do everything we can to get us on that platform for you. Speaking of platforms, uh, if you got that Apple device, please go on there. The purple icon, it's the Apple Podcasts, iTunes Podcast uh, emblem. Go in there, search Two Brothers in a Review. It's a picture of Nathan and I when we were younger and much handsomer. No, we're still handsome. What am I saying? But yeah, we were younger. I had a weird hoodie on. Uh, that's us. Follow us. Leave a comment. Give us five stars. You know, it just it helps us keep doing what we're doing. You know. Absolutely. Tell us how you really feel. Yeah. Just just write that review. That's what we need. Five stars in that review. Yeah. Let us know you're there. <laughs> All right. This week. We have got Kyle's last pick for the month of April. We are reviewing old school, Will Ferrell's old school, I should say, and Vince Vaughn, and what's it, is it Luke Wilson, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to mention all three of them. It's, it's Will Ferrell. That's your, your guy. But, um, but before we do the review, it's time to get into this week in movie news. I've got a few things. Um, Top five earning movies at the box office this, this week. Warner Bros. Godzilla vs. Kong is number one again. It grossed $7.8 million this week for a total gross of $80.6 million in the three weeks that it's been on top. Uh, number two is Universal's Nobody, which grossed $2.5 million for a total of $19 million in four weeks. Sony Pictures' The Unholy grossed $2 million this week. And it has a total of 9.5 million in three weeks. Godzilla versus Kong is really, really leading the way. <laughs> um, coming in at number four is Disney's Raya and the Last Dragon, which brought in 1.9 million this week for a total gross of 37.6 million in seven weeks. And then rounding out the top five is another Warner Bros. film, Tom and Jerry, which grossed 1 million this week. For an eight-week gross of $42.5 million. It uh, looks like Warner Bros. has Hollywood on lock right now with two of the top grossing movies in the top five. <laughs> funny, en funny enough, you know what else is a Warner Bros. movie? Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, which comes out Friday, April 23rd. Yesterday, if you're listening to this podcast when it drops. Um so I expect by this time next week, Warner Bros. will probably still have two, if not three, movies in the top five of the box office. And me and you are going to be watching Mortal Kombat together. 
and then uh, possibly doing a review. We'll see, but we're absolutely watching it. That's that's what really matters. <laughs> yeah, I would say we, re- we review it right after and then post it immediately. But okay, we can do that. We can possibly do that. Okay. <laughs> we just got to make sure we put warning, spoiler alert kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish we were at 100 followers on Instagram because it would be a perfect first uh, live reaction review but hey yeah um staying kind of on mortal Kombat because it is currently on the list of most anticipated movies also on that list is a movie that will be released on may 7th called wrath of man wrath of man is a live action suspense thriller involving a mysterious character who works at a cash truck company responsible for moving hundreds of millions of dollars around los angeles each each week Soon, the marksman's ultimate motive becomes clear as he takes dramatic and irrevocable steps to settle a score. <laughs> so that's that's a top anticipated movie along with Mortal Kombat. And then another most anticipated movie on that list is The Suicide Squad, set to release August 6th. I think most are familiar with the first Suicide Squad movie. Are you? Yeah. What did, what did you think of the first one? I thought it was cool. Like okay. I like what they did with it. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people shit all over it. Um, mainly the Joker. I personally, I I liked the Joker. Um, Jay Leto is that his name? Yeah. I I liked his portrayal of the Joker. It's different. It's it's no Heath Ledger. It's no Jack Nicholson. But it's uh it's definitely different, and I liked it. But are you anticipating the new one at all? No, it's weird because like right now my mind is all on Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, uh, did you see they released the first seven minutes of it? I did, but I didn't watch it because I want to watch it like for the first time and just watch the whole thing. So no, I've only seen two trailers. I haven't seen. I did see that they released the seven minutes thing, and there was something else they released also, but I, I stayed away from it. Did you watch it? I watched the seven minute trailer, yeah. So you already know. Oh no. Okay. It's it's beautiful. Like it makes it makes me want it more. <laughs> okay. All like, right. Seriously. Like I was like, because <gasps> I guess they're releasing at midnight tonight. And I like everybody's like, let's watch it. I'm like, nope. Oh <laughs> I'm like, well, watching it tomorrow night. <laughs> well, some bastards have already been able to see the whole movie because it it premiered for select people and whatnot um, to include the group of uh, wrestlers that I like. Fuck them. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> but I'm definitely, I'm waiting. I'm holding off. We're going to watch it together and it's going to be awesome. I, everything I've heard people who have seen it says it's like, it's amazing. So it's, it's definitely high expectations. Well, apparently, from what I was reading today, is uh, if this goes well, they they plan on making it a, a trilogy. I think I remember you posting something about that on Facebook. I didn't. Again, I didn't click on it because I didn't want any spoilers or anything. But oh, I just read awesome. the head. I just read the headline part. I didn't click on it because I didn't want anything to. I I fucked up enough and read comments of people commenting gotcha. on there, and I was like, <sighs> but it's definitely. I heard that Johnny Cage isn't in this movie. He's not, or he is? He's not. What? Um, I forget which character it was, but there's another character, and they said that it was they were too similar, and they couldn't be in the same movie. Well, that's ridiculous. I mean, I, 
the closest thing to Johnny would be Liu Kang. You can't make a Mortal Kombat movie without Liu Kang. So, yeah. Yeah. but I feel like Johnny Cage is an essential character as well. Hmm. We shall see. Can't wait. <laughs> Not very long from now. Um, all right. Well, that's that's all I've got for this week in movie news. So, I guess we can go ahead and get into them facts. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Old School is a 2003 American comedy film directed and co-written by Todd Phillips. The film stars Luke Wilson, Vince Vaughn, and Will Ferrell as depressed men in their 30s who seek to relive their college days by starting a fraternity and the tribulations they encounter in doing so. Okay, you want me to read the what's on the back of the case? Yeah, hit him with that summary. All right, what's a guy supposed to do? when he catches an early flight home and finds his girlfriend in bed with a room full of naked strangers. Return to college and start fraternity. Frank the Tank, played by Will Ferrell, Mitch, played by Luke Wilson, and Beanie, played by Vince Vaughn, have their own frat raging with out-of-control antics. But when things get too wild, the dean sets out to shut them down. The laughs are top of the class, even if the guys aren't. In the in the hit comedy from director Todd Phillips, it is rated R for some strong sexual content, nudity, and language with a runtime of a hilarious ninety minutes. Ninety two, <laughs> if you watched the unrated version like I did. Me too. <laughs> uh, the budget and box office with a budget of twenty four million dollars, Old School grossed eighty seven million worldwide. The movie was filmed in California to include locations such as Palisades High School, UCLA, USC, and Harvard University. That's wild that even Harvard let them film there, but that's pretty it's cool. Will huh? <laughs> I said it's Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn, <laughs> Luke Wilson. Like, Well, speaking of Will Ferrell, uh, he was legitimately naked for Frank's streaking scene. Mm -hmm. He agreed to do it, but it was rumored that he needed some liquid courage for the scene, and he was intimida intimidated by the presence of Snoop Dogg. Hell yeah. <laughs> Snoopaloo! <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of that, I don't have it noted, but um, Snoop Dogg's obviously there, but did you realize who the DJ was? Uh -oh. He doesn't have any lines or anything, but I just saw him and I, ha I looked it up immediately. Do you remember uh, Warren G? Yeah. Regulators! Yeah, that's that's Warren G that played the DJ. So oh, I wanted to funny. give him a shout out. Um, for at least an hour and a half, Vince Vaughn entertained over 300 extras for the Mitchapalooza thing. Oh, shit. Yeah, so uh, between filming and whatnot, he had to basically entertain them. <laughs> and also, according to Vince Vaughn, the studio didn't want him for the film as they were unsure that he could um, do comedy, but this was before he was known as a, a comedic actor. But mm -hmm. I have something to say about that in my opinions. I'll save it, but I like me some Vince Vaughn, so. Yeah, I forgot, you know, like, I hate to say it, but I forgot that Vince Vaughn was in this movie. <laughs> I mean, I've it's been a while since I've seen it, but as soon as I seen him in here, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, it just, I don't know, I feel like Vince Vaughn just like that cherry on the top. <laughs> oh, I agree. I agree. <laughs> uh, and still, speaking of uh, 
Vince Vaughn, many parts of the film, did you know this, were ad-libbed by Vince and Will Ferrell. Uh, figures. <laughs> yep. To include uh, Mitch's speech for the wedding, that was Vince Vaughn's <laughs> whole idea. Uh, and then in addition to before, in addition to that, before filming, the two worked together to figure out what their characters' backstories were and how they knew each other and shit. So they took the time off set prior to filming to do that. And I, I, I think that definitely added to how well this movie was or how well this movie came off. Yeah, definitely. Was there anything that you want to share about the facts? I, I kept it short and sweet because we've got some opinions to give them, but what you got? Well, I do know that in 2006, they were approached about doing a sequel called Old School Dose. And it was supposed to be like a spring break thing. And Will Ferrell and Vince Vaughn both turned it down. Yeah, I, re- I read that too. Like, I think they said it was too similar to what the first one was. They'd basically be rehashing the same thing. I still think it would have been fucking hilarious. Yeah, but, I think Will, Will Ferrell was like, it was, there, was, there were still some funny things in it, but it was just too similar and felt like we were just going back to college. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I read that and I was like, oh, I better uh, bring that up because that's, that's kind of a good thing to know. Yeah, that's a good factoid. <laughs> yeah, they could have made it like old school, like spring break or something. Just, yeah. <laughs> I want them to do it. I think they should. I don't know. Does Will Ferrell uh, have any children in um, real life? I think so. I wonder if him and Vince Vaughn have kids. Well, not them two have kids together, but if their kids grow up to be actors, maybe then they can do a old. It was long time from now, obviously, but <laughs> just a thought. Just a thought. All right. Well, new school. <laughs> you say a musical? No, new school. Oh, new school. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> All righty then. May I tell you what I think happened? All right, it's Two Brothers in a Review podcast, so let's go ahead and get this out the way. I think you know what I'm, uh, I'm about to say. <laughs> nice porn boobies, and then the boobies coming out of the restroom made for a very nice opening. Yeah. <laughs> and then we did, we did get a couple, uh, we did get to see a couple other pairs of boobies in the, the KY, just, KY Jelly Wrestling match. That's a tongue pull. Um, right before Blue dies as well. So it's a good amount of fan service in this movie for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did, did you have a favorite set? A favorite set of boobs? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I guess my opinion would be the porn boobs. <laughs> I'm on board with that. We didn't get to see them for very long, but when they were on screen, they, they were nice. They were they were very big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I already said it a little bit. I wanted to come back to Vince Vaughn. Um, I personally think he's extremely, extremely underrated. Uh, he damn near steals the scene in every scene that he's in. I think his comedic timing is just on point. Yeah. Like most people think of this, this is a Will Ferrell movie, just like you did. And, and if you haven't seen it for a long time, you still think Will Ferrell, but you don't really think Vince Vaughn. I don't think that's really a, a knock on him. I just think Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell has a little bit more star power, but Vince is just underrated, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. If you think about this movie, it's not even really... A, I mean, it's, it is a Will Ferrell movie, but he he's not, like, <clears throat> the center of the uh, the screen, if you will, you know? Like, yeah. he's kind of, like, the third 
the third actor. Like, you know, it's more Vince, like Vince Vaughn and, and Luke Wilson. Like, I think, I think it's hilarious. I, I mean, obviously Will Ferrell's Frank the Tank stuff and I don't know. They, I did notice uh, a continuity error. I want to bring it up real quick. I know we oh. usually get till the end, but. Okay, go ahead. Uh, when Luke first walks in to the bedroom. Yeah. When uh, she's like watching the porn, the bathroom door is closed. And like, like it shows her and then it goes back to him and the bathroom door is cracked. It was uh, like, it was just, I. It was too big of a continuity error for me to not remember. Okay, all right. <laughs> but they, I mean, the, I mean, they weren't pe- the people weren't peeking out or anything, were they? No, like, it was. It was just like when he walked in, uh, the bathroom door is completely closed. Uh-huh. And then like he's he's like oh he's like he's like oh, I was kind of scared for a second. It shows her and she starts talking, and it goes back to him, and he's still ta- he's still talking. And the door's cracked. Gotcha. And then, and then when it goes, it goes back to her, and and he because he's like, oh, I can really get into this, and then she's like, wait, and then it c- turns back, and then you see them moving behind the door, and then the door open. I was gotcha. like, gotcha, okay, yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch that one. All right, <laughs> I was probably too busy looking at the boobs still. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about Dean Pritchard, played by uh, Jeremy Piven? I think he played his role well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's i mean there's a lot of like small small roles in this that like people don't think of but like i think i think him and andy dick played their roles well oh god yes andy good lord (laughs) um (laughs) yeah uh jeremy well sorry dean pritchard came off as a complete ass so like you said he played his role well i have the same thing um but i feel like piven gets cast in roles like that a lot Mm -hmm. but i looked it up on his um imdb page and nothing ring a bell for me so i'm thinking maybe it's just because of his face yeah he has a face like joe rogan and that's the kind of face you want to punch (laughs) (laughs) yeah he i mean if you think about it he was he was bullied in high school and then he became the dean and then his bullies were starting a frat on his school's campus like i kind of feel his pain but he mean he went a little over over and overboard. You he, know? Got, he got his just due at the end with the yes. uh, the car crashing down on him. Both those two dicks got their just due, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that is that scene in the regular version? Do you know? Like we both watched the unrated version. I there's a couple things I'm like I don't think that was in the regular version. I don't think I've ever seen the regular version. I think I've only because okay. I I own the unrated version. Okay. Gotcha, so, gotcha. Well, if, for those of you who don't know, it's the scene where I think his name was Scott uh, crashes his Porsche over the bridge and, and it lands on Dean Pritchard in the river while he's, yeah, he's fishing. Out, he's out there fly fishing or whatever. It's 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 plays in the credits, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and then the car blows up. <laughs> Two dickheads get killed in in one scene. I'm okay with it. Well, it's assumed that they're killed. Pritchard definitely was because you saw the car <laughs> smash him. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty pretty wonderful. <laughs> where is this on your? I don't know if I asked you before. Where is this on the Will Ferrell movies? Is this is this above Talladega Nights? Is this where, where uh, does it come in? 
oh i wouldn't say like high i mean i love the movie <clears throat> but as far as will ferrell movies go like you got blades of glory you've like there's just so many good movies that it's will so ferrell funny you say blades of glory <laughs> out of all the ones you can say because that's my favorite one i don't know if i've said that before or not but well okay so um i originally i bought this movie a long time ago and then i lost it so i was at walmart one time and it said uh will ferrell three three dvd collection and it's Ooh. it's uh old school blades of glory and then there was like uh i can't remember what the other movie was but uh it just like i when i was going through the movies apparently britney owned it too so <laughs> i didn't have to i had technically owned three copies of old school <laughs> so then what is your favorite Will Ferrell. Is it Blaze of Glory? Uh, no, my my favorite Will Ferrell movie is probably A Night at the Roxbury. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so that's old oh, school. That, that's, that's the third one that's on your thing. Okay, he's showing me the case for all of, the, of you that uh, aren't seeing this because you're not getting us to 100 followers on Instagram. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he showed me the case, and it's got old school Blades of Glory and Night at the Roxbury. So, our yeah, two favorite Will Ferrell movies, and then the one we reviewed. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty. Yeah, that's weird that it's that's the collection. But like, yeah, I I don't know. I've always Night at the Roxbury has always been one of my favorite movies. <laughs> that's funny. Did you did you watch SNL like Saturday Night Live? Did you ever get into that? No, I never did. You know that that's where that that spawned from. They did a a skit where they bang. My head really hurts, so I shouldn't be doing this. But they bang their head to the music. <laughs> this is love. Don't yeah. hurt me. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that that spawned from a skit. But that's that's cool. I, I like that that movie as well. But <clears throat> some of my favorite actors got their their start because of saturday night live so yes yep that's true <laughs> actually nope i was getting ready to say three of the ones from this but i always i always forget that jim carrey was on um in living color not uh saturday night live but oh yeah he was oh he was on saturday night live but just not like these guys were yeah he hosted a few times but like yeah sandler and farrell were permanent like stays for a long time yeah all right well you gotta back to this movie let's, let's get back yeah. to the old school <laughs> do you have a favorite scene oh uh, yeah my favorite scenes i mean it's when he shoots himself with the tranquilizer oh well, that's a good one too okay yeah he's like he's like yeah you could uh puncture a rhino like <clears throat> he's like oh fuck yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know like that he played his role too I, I, uh what is it what i is always it? i know what you're saying I, his name i always want to call him stifler because that's what he plays in yeah. fucking american pie but it's scott or I, I can't remember but housekeeping yeah sorry <laughs> but yeah he he played his role well and then like he's like i like you man you're crazy when I like you. Like, that's just like my, like, I, we do it all the time, like, out and about. Like, when somebody does something weird, we're like, you're crazy, but I like you. <laughs> like, we always. <laughs> that's, 
that is a good one but for me hands down it's the streaking scene oh yeah <laughs> and like we, i said i watched the unraid version so i think i saw a little more than what was shown on the theoretical release um or okay. theatrical release sorry uh but it's absolutely fucking hilarious and then learning that he was legitimately naked <laughs> slightly uncomfortable it just it all makes it so much better um however at the beginning of, of that scene you can see the sock when he's running through the people you can see the sock that's on his genitals oh <laughs> only for a split second but um still hilarious so hi frank it's cold out there huh <laughs> oh Let me get hey, the car. perfect segue because that's what said right before my favorite line so i'll go ahead and i'll hit you with my favorite line because you said that right there go ahead yeah. and say it again hi frank it's a little cold out there <laughs> it's either that's either said right before or right after but he's when he gets into the car um he says do you think kfc is open oh yeah it was after <laughs> okay <laughs> so very quick lines nothing really special but it just it caps the whole scene off for me so i think that that line was the best line of the movie yeah uh for me it's not really the best like i don't know you can't really say best line for me but like just right before he's getting ready to go streaking and he's like and he's like trying to get snoop dog and they're like yo yo back up he goes snoop a loop come on brother <laughs> and he like tell, he's like bring your green hat yeah <laughs> i don't know i always thought like that shit was funny either that or you know as much as i always say that i hate musicals the the singer at the wedding yeah or will ferrell singing dust in the wind because it's fucking beautiful <laughs> yes both, both of those are good i actually <laughs> the uh the singer um at the wedding i turned to erica and i said if we ever have a real wedding because we never actually had our real wedding but um if we ever have a real wedding I 100% want to find him and hire this guy to sing at our wedding. And she's completely on board. So I almost have to get married now. <laughs> he does. He does actually uh, do that. He goes That's to weddings. That's amazing. <laughs> he's, in a, he's, he's actually in another, I think it's. Hangover. Uh, we had, we had this discussion. He was in Hangover. He sings at the wedding, at Stu's yeah. wedding at the end, or not Stu, but at the end of the first Hangover, he sings there. He's and he's also in um Starship Hutch or something, huh? He's in Step Brothers too. Oh, yes, Step Brothers. Yeah. That's yeah, it's another Will Ferrell movie. I think Will Ferrell liked that. Probably. But this this movie, old school, is where I originally like heard him because you know <laughs> turn around right. <laughs> <laughs> See, goes, we we like it when it's funny, like when mm -hmm. it's like pure just straight singing it's not yeah. so entertaining to us when it's funny it's great <laughs> yeah i fucking need you now tonight <laughs> oh they never <laughs> yeah Brittany was singing it she, she started laughing she was like yes <laughs> that was good but um did you notice that frank uh failed to leap through uh sorry did you notice after frank failed to leap through that ring of fire when he was in the the mascot costume um the next scene his entire body was red from the burns but in the scene mm -hmm. right after that his burns were completely disappear disappeared <laughs> no. it's uh it's technically a continuity error but uh i just i thought it was kind of funny 
So that kind of segues in to the continuity errors. You already brought up the one. Well, before you go into the continuity errors. Okay, okay. What is it called? A a fifth fifth degree? What do you call it when we... Oh, the six degrees of separation? Yes. Yeah. What other movie did Will Ferrell strip down to his boxers because he was on fire? (laughs) Talladega Nights. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) Maybe it's just Will Ferrell likes to be on fire and in his whitey tidies, but... (laughs) That's the first thing I thought of when I see him. Like, he's like, "I'm on fire." I'm like, oh, <laughs> "That's funny." I didn't think about that. That's funny. <laughs> okay. All right, yeah. continuity here. Go for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you brought up the one with the door, and then mm-hmm. technically what the the whole burning thing. But I've got a couple more. Uh, they got their days mixed up a little bit. Because Frank says that he won't do the beer bong because he had a nice Saturday plan out for tomorrow. He says tomorrow, meaning that it would be Friday. Then the high school girl Mitch sleeps with said she had to get to class, which by then it should be Saturday. The flyer also stated that Mitchapalooza was on a Thursday night. This means the next day would be Friday. So they just got their, their days mixed up a little bit. Um, you got to really be paying attention to stupid shit, but teleporting <laughs> helmet and cake. So near the end, when Mitch is sitting on the back of the U-Haul and talking to Nicole, the helmet behind Mitch in the truck changes position several times between shots. <laughs> Same thing happens at the birthday party right before Frank falls into the pool with the tranquilizer situation. Um, yeah. And he runs into the table. In one shot, the birthday cake is on the table as Frank knocks the table down. In the next shot, the cake is sitting on a present right as Frank falls into the pool. (laughs) So just a little bit of teleporting going on with the helmet and the cake. And then there's a vanishing backpack and a vanishing hat. (laughs) So when Frank, Beanie, and Mitch kidnap Spanish for initiation, (laughs) he is riding the scooter with the backpack on. In the next shot, he is running with the backpack. Then, um, as he gets tackled into the water, the backpack reappears. Sorry, he's running without the backpack. So he starts on the scooter with it, runs without it. When he's tackled, it's back on him. Um, Same thing, when Frank is picked up by his wife and his friends after streaking, one of the girls in the backseat are shown wearing a hat, which it disappears and reappears. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Little small continuity errors, but they're there, you know. What about you said the uh, when they pick up the pledges? Yeah, when he, when he kidnaps the one guy with the at the grocery store, and, he, and Will Girl's like, "Don't tell anybody about this, or I'll fucking kill you." No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I won't kill you. <laughs> he like takes. We'll have him back later tonight, or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then when they kidnap Blue, and then like leave the other two dudes just sitting at the bus stop. <laughs> I thought that was smoke. cool. Yeah, I thought they did pretty, it was pretty cool little way how they did that, like capturing the, the pledges and then fucking the old dick on the brick. Oh, yeah, I was getting ready to say that. That would probably be my second favorite scene, the whole <laughs> tying their, their dick and then big boy dropping it into the sewer. Yeah. <laughs> Quincy or whatever his name is. Yeah. Oh, that that's my favorite scene in the movie. He's like, he's like, my mom's gonna kill me. And he goes, Quincy, your mom's not gonna kill you. He's like, no, she told me. 
if you fuck this up, I'm going to kill you. And she showed me the knife. The knife yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. And then uh, obviously the debate when Will Ferrell like was like, what, what happened? I blacked out. Like after he says like this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, there's so many good lines in this movie. It's just like, I don't know how to pick one. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and I, that's probably part of the reason I went with just the simple, do you think KFC is open? I don't know. <laughs> uh, there, I mean, I just wonder how, how much of it, because I, like I said, Will Ferrell and Vince Vaughn did ad-libs. I wonder how much of it was like, I wish there was some way to find every line that they ad-libbed. I guarantee the. Do you think KFC is open? It was ad libbed. <laughs> it just topped that scene off, man. <laughs> yeah, it literally. It was like a perfect way to end the end that scene. Finally, it was just like, oh shit! <laughs> like you, I, like I think that they planned on ending it with her saying, "It's cold out there, Frank. Don't you think?" or whatever. And then, yeah. like, you know, it just <laughs> everything worked out how it was supposed to. <laughs> I don't know. I like I I know there's people in this world that don't find Will Ferrell funny, but I do. So fuck oh, you. Yeah. You, don't. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you to those people. <laughs> his 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 comedy, we've said it before, his comedy is definitely not for everybody, but I think he's pretty damn funny and I laugh in every movie that I've seen him in every television show i've seen him in i i watch and i enjoy it so and you know like it's i i think vince vaughn and will ferrell together is just like great like yeah their chemistry is outstanding well they're just bringing their two like like forms of comedy together because vince vaughn like is like like we said at the beginning like he's good yeah. Like, what is it? Wedding Crashers with uh, Owen Wilson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's with he is in a movie with Luke and Owen Wilson. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, just phenomenal in that. Like, I, like I like Vince Vaughn's form of comedy as much as I like Will Ferrell's. Yeah, it's like it's definitely two different types of comedy. Like Vince, Vince is almost a dry humor, but mm-hmm. it's still it's hilarious. So, yeah. and like I said, uh, comedic timing wise, he just has comedic timing down. Yeah. If you guys don't like uh, Vince Vaughn, then, you know, earmuffs. <laughs> if you don't like Vince Vaughn or you don't like Will Ferrell, why don't you write us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts? Give us five stars, but just be like, man, you're wrong about Will Ferrell or you're wrong about Vince Vaughn. <laughs> yeah. Corey, Tommy, let us know what you think. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, is there anything else you want to say about old school um no i just i wish they would have did that that sequel old school do it, yeah <laughs> i don't know i just i just really like vince vaughn and i think i think if vince vaughn and will ferrell could just do another movie together that'd be great have they done any other ones together i don't know like i was trying to think about it but i just i'll have i'll have to look it up and i'll have an answer on housekeeping but that's yeah they do because their chemistry together 
And like you said, just the battling, not battling, but the two different types of comedy, comedy, I can't talk. The two different types of comedy styles that they have really mesh well. So, yeah. Hmm. Like they could, they could literally do like, could you imagine like Vince Vaughn and, and like Night at the Roxbury or Blades of Glory with Will Ferrell? <laughs> That would have been so fucking funny. <laughs> uh, I don't know because uh, Blaze of Glory. Yeah. Part of the reason that I really like it is um, Hater or Header, however you say is the other guy's name. So yeah, John Heater. <laughs> yeah, those, those two also I think are phenomenal together. But yeah, and Chris Kattan's really good too. So yeah, it's just really hard to. <laughs> so yeah, have I mean, Will, have Will Ferrell and Adam Sandler ever done a movie together? I wish. If Will Ferrell, if Will Ferrell, Adam Sandler, and Jim Carrey did a movie together, oh shit! <laughs> I don't, I don't think that like the the movie gods would allow it because it wouldn't <laughs> minds. I think Will Ferrell. No, I was gonna say I think Will Ferrell and uh, Jim Carrey were, or not Jim Carrey, Adam, Vince Vaughn were in. Um, what was that movie where the world ends with all the comedians with James Franco and everybody? This is the end? Yeah, this is the end with Danny McBride and everything. I'm pretty sure that... Ah, fuck, what was that? Sorry. <laughs> Something just bit Kyle. <laughs> no, I think I just got a splinter in the bottom of my foot from my floor. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> All right. Well, before we have to take you to the hospital, <laughs> do you want to get into the tropes? Yeah, I might as well. Okay. Sure. There it is. <laughs> the alcoholic. So if you don't know what alcoholic is, you probably are too young to be watching this movie. <laughs> um, however, it is a movie trope. And Frank the Tank 100% fits the bill for this one. Um, this trope leads directly to the next one as well alcohol-induced idiocy. That's pretty much self-explanatory. This trope occurs when incidents of jaw-dropping stupidity are brought about by a character's excessive consumption of alcoholic beverages. Again, Frank is a perfect example of this, and you should be hollering, trope, there it is. Then we've got another alcohol reference, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Jack Daniels. Um, and again, it, it involves the previous two that I've already mentioned. If you're, uh, if you've ever heard of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, you can probably assume what this trope is. It's basically the same concept, except for one man, or sorry, one man is two separate people in different situations. The different situation for this trope is being highly intoxicated. Frank is uh, quite meek at first, even planning a quiet, sensible weekend with his wife. It's revealed that he, uh, he has a wild drunk side known as Frank the Tank. Mm -hmm. so that's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah, got all the alcoholic or alcohol tropes out of the way. Um, <laughs> this one is home early surprise, double subversion. So I've got uh, two explanations here. For the home early surprise portion of the trope, a character decides to do something mischievous or otherwise verboten under the assumption that they have the house for themselves. Rule of drama ensures that the spouse or parent who is believed to be away will show up at the doorstep when it is least appropriate. 
Uh, so that's the home early surprise portion. As for the double subversion part, a subverted trope happens or seems to happen, and then the subversion is subverted within itself. <laughs> I know that's a bit confusing, but an example of it in old school might just help. In the opening scene, Mitch comes home early from a business trip to surprise his wife. That's the trope. Only to hear sex noises coming from the bedroom. Fortunately, it was coming from the TV she was watching porn. That's subverted trope. Mitch is relieved and a little turned on, but then the other participants in her planned orgy enter the room. There's the <laughs> subversion. So that's a long-winded, long but that's home early surprise, double subversion. Creator cameo, we've had this quite a few times. Todd Phillips, um, do you know where he appears? I'm here for the gangbang. Yep, he shows up at the door, uh, door to ask about the gangbang. <laughs> also, Todd Phillips' dog has a cameo in the movie as Gary, the oral sex instructor's dog. <laughs> Did you notice that there's a point where he's like pointing the dog at the girls and it's a stuffed animal? Like, yeah. you know how... You know how Andy Dick is like has a dog in his hand and he's talking? Yeah. Well, there's a part where he's like pointing to the girls with the dog, like, you know, like talking with his hand, but the dog's in his hand. Oh, yeah. But he's moving his hand so quickly. I think they were just like, yeah, you can't do that with a real dog. So they had oh. this, like, a, there was a stuffed animal. I swear to God. And maybe it was real, but it it huh. didn't look real when he was doing it. He was just like. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> okay. Let's, let's pause for a second. Did you get turned on? By any of the women sucking on those vegetables? No. What? <laughs> mm. Not Andy Dick. The women. I'm talking. You're telling me that none of those women sucking on those cucumbers and carrots got you even a little bit aroused? No. Well, I guess I'm just that horny of a pervert. I mean, I didn't get like a fucking blue chew hard on or anything but i was like damn i wish i could take erica downstairs real quick <laughs> all right <sighs> back to the tropes <laughs> above the influence this trope occurs when a character typically a male character is infatuated with another character and often dreams about dicking them down however whether it is because the other character is out of their league already taken or whatever the reason may be it doesn't appear that it will ever happen. Then suddenly the opportunity arises and the infatuated character has their chance, but doesn't take it due to moral high ground. So Beanie, is his name Beanie? Yeah, Beanie. Vince Vaughn plays Beanie. Okay, I don't know why I don't recall him saying Beanie. Okay, but Beanie has the opportunity to have sex with another woman and he refuses because he's married. Even though he's basically like, trying to get it on but then when it actually could happen he's like yeah, i'm married i can't do this he's like but let me get your number in case something ever happens to my right. wife <laughs> like, <laughs> that's called above the influence <laughs> cool old guy which i can't believe that we didn't talk enough about this guy but normally the older characters aren't the cool ones but when they are shout out cool old guy no <laughs> Well, well, you do it too. Or trope, there, there it is. is. <laughs> let's, try, let's try that again. Normally, the old characters aren't the cool ones, but when they are, shout out. Trope, there it is. There we go. <laughs> Who is the, the cool old guy in old school, Kyle? Blue. You're my boy, Blue. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just ring the bell, you pansy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the cool old guy. 
Um, juggling loaded guns. This trope is exactly how it sounds. A character takes a shiny and very dangerous loaded weapon and then proceeds to toss it into the air or play with it in a manner that they shouldn't be. The outcome is always exciting for the audience, that is. That would be uh, your favorite scene when the Frank plays around with the loaded tranquilizer and shoots the dart straight into his jugular. <laughs> this could also fall under a trope called reckless gun or uh, reckless gun usage. So then we got ragtag bunch of misfits, sometimes ex-cons, sometimes Bob and the barrel losers, sometimes just not the guy you want to bring home to meet your parents, but it's always not a group of characters that you would expect to be together in the end as the heroes. This trope comes in many forms, but for old school, it is obviously the fraternity, which includes several of the college students, married men, and one really old guy. <laughs> That's ragtag bunch of misfits. And then lastly, my favorite, streaking. Yep, getting naked and running down the street across a football field or wherever, really. Just get naked and go. That is a trope. After uh, getting good and loaded, Frank decides to run go for a run, and uh, he's naked. <laughs> so whenever they're streaking in a movie, trope, there it is. Trope, oh, there it is. I just remember what his name is. Who? Um, Stifler. Yeah, it's oh. Sean William Scott. Yes, yes it is. Thank you. No housekeeping. I knew it was Scott something, but I was like, I was like, man, I need to remember. And then, like, as you when you brought up that trope, I was like, I was like, is it Sean? And I was like, oh yeah, Sean. I'm like three, he has three first names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but better known as Stifler. Yeah. Well, that is all of the tropes that I've got. I think it's time um, to give it the rating. But I guess first, I can remind the listeners hopefully they've all listened to the podcast this month um but if you haven't or if you did and you forgot we reviewed for the month of april kyle's month 50 first dates which got an 8.5 nice 8.5 pair of breasts then we uh, reviewed jim carrey's the mask which got 9.5 pair of breasts and then last week we reviewed Denzel Washington's The Hurricane, and it brought in the highest pair of breast rating that me and Kyle have given any of the movies we reviewed, and it got a perfect 10 pair of breasts. So the month of April has been a pretty damn good month, and this is the last movie of, of your, your pick month. What are we going to give it, Kyle? Well... It's hard to give a good give a good or bad rating because you know we always rate it like the best breasts or whatever. Well, this one had plenty of breasts and they were exposed. It wasn't like a bikini or anything like that. They were actually bare naked titties in this movie. Yeah, they sure were. And they weren't like it wasn't there. None of them were like gross. Those are titties. But so I'm gonna give it a five. Woo! For the fact that it had it had some titties, it had some comedy, and it had some great actors. And the fact that they ad libbed a lot. So, oh, oh, I'm glad you went first. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> I can't give it a five. Yeah. Because 
a five would make it a ten. A ten would make it a perfect movie like the hurricane. Yeah. I can't really find anything to 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 not like about the movie, but I still can't say that it's a better movie than the hurricane. So with that being said, I'm just going to give it a four. Boobs are great. Loved them, especially early on. Got it right that, you know, the comedy Mm -hmm. off the charts. Great acting. Like you said, perfect. Um, But I just, I can't find it in me to give it a perfect five. So that's going to, to bring it to a nine, which is still a fucking good rating. Yeah. Well, we got to figure it out when we're going to reevaluate our rating system. Okay. Like, I think whenever we get to that year mark of starting the podcast, I think we should, we should reevaluate it and um, we'll have to do it by movie categories kind of thing instead of, because the hurricane was a really good, is a really good movie. And this is a really good movie, but they're two different kinds of movies. Yeah. But Okay. Saying it that way, if I just look at old school as a comedy, mm-hmm. I still think The Mask was a better comedy than old school. True. Okay. And we gave Mask nine and a half. Yeah. So. True. On that, I, I agree. We can we can absolutely do that. Um, that would be September because we started in October. So September would be the technical end of season one. Mm-hmm. So we can definitely talk and reevaluate the the rating system and and try to tweak it a little bit. Um, oh yeah. But just just going off of if I were to rate this just on a comedy alone, I still think there's better comedies. So it's still it's still a great comedy. A nine is a great great rating. So. All right. There it is. Um. That gives us an eight and a half, a nine and a half, a ten and a nine. So good fucking picks, Kyle. This this yeah. month was definitely good picks, all your picks. And then shit, Mortal Kombat is we're gonna, like you said, probably review that too. So that's whoo, is that gonna be another ten? <laughs> yeah, I'm I haven't even seen it yet. I'm giving it a five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I think we mentioned it already. For nostalgia um, purposes. Yeah. <laughs> I think we mentioned it previously, um, but we haven't fully said it. Uh, we talked, and next month is going to be Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> That's my brainchild. I, I got to take credit for that because I think it's pretty funny. Um, and uh, we're going to review Matthew McConaughey movies all month long. The first week is going to be I'm, I'm deciding which one because uh, Lincoln Lawyer. Let's we just did a comedy, so let's let's bring it back to drama. And and Lincoln Lawyer is my favorite. No, you know what? Fuck it. Let's stay on comedy. Let's go with. All right, all right, all right. I knew it. Dazed and confused. Dazed and confused. Let's let's start the month off with Dazed and Confused. We'll get to Lincoln Lawyer. I promise you guys we're gonna get to Lincoln Lawyer. But so next week's review is gonna be Dazed and Confused. Hell yeah. But I think Brittany said her favorite Lincoln Lawyer is her favorite uh Matthew McConaughey movie. So but yeah, Dazed and Confused, good movie. 
great soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. I reached out to Matthew McConaughey on Instagram. He probably doesn't run his own Instagram anyways. And he probably gets thousands, if not millions of messages. So he probably hasn't even seen my message, but I still reached out to him. I'm hoping he'll he'll see it and reply and be a part of one of our reviews. We'll see. Let's put it, put it out there in the, in the ether. Put it out into the universe. Matthew McConaughey, fly to Ohio. He can do it over Zoom. We can do. He doesn't have to come to Ohio. Just he can do it over Zoom. No, he needs to come to Ohio. <laughs> That's asking too much. No, I know. But Matthew McConaughey. So, well, it's not yet, but it's going to be. And so, dazed and confused. Yep. Next Saturday at noon. Yes, it is. And I said I reached out to him on Instagram. I used my Instagram. I probably should have used ours. What is our Instagram? Uh, two bros in review. Good segue there. Segue. <laughs> yeah, follow us on Instagram, two bros in review. Uh, you know, we're trying to get to 100 followers. We are at 82. Uh, once we get to 100 followers, we're going to start doing live reaction videos. I know the very first one that we do is going to be a hot sauce eating challenge while we review a movie with Nathan, myself, and Jordan. Yes, sir. So uh, we can't get we can't do those live reaction videos. I wish you guys would have got us to a hundred so we could have done it while like a live video for Mortal Kombat. But yep. uh, we, we got to hold it to get in the hundred before we can do it. And I, I really need to get to a hundred before these hot sauces expire too. I spent hundred and some dollars on these hot sauces i i don't want them to expire guys come on yeah <laughs> definitely not <laughs> also along with following us on instagram two bros in review please make sure you're listening each week in all the different audio platforms anchor apple Podcasts, google podcast you know all of those different ones there's several others if there's a specific platform you want to audio platform that you want to hear us on but we're not just let us know slide into our two bros and review Instagram DMs and say, hey, go on this platform. And then me and Kyle, we'll, we'll do what we can and we'll put us on that platform too. Yeah. And then going over to your Apple device to the Apple podcast, it's the antenna. It's a purple icon. It's white, has a little person with some rings hanging from <laughs> an antenna. Uh, going there, two brothers in a review. It's a picture of Nathan and myself in our younger days. And uh, give us five stars and subscribe, you know. Let us know what movie you were listening to when uh, – listen to us review whenever you decided to give us a follow, so. Yep. It's all free to do, people, free to support us, and we appreciate each and every time. Um, I just realized, though, you always mention that the picture is of us sitting at that laptop. Do you remember what we were doing sitting at that laptop? We were editing Die Time. We were editing our movie. We are now doing movie reviews, but we are all we are also movie makers. Yeah. I, I just I thought that was kind of funny. But uh somebody else that does a lot of editing and uh we know them pretty well. There are <laughs> brothers down there in Florida, the TRG network, those random guys, they're on Spotify, our podcasts, all that, but they're also on YouTube. I like to watch them on YouTube. Um but yeah, every week they're there putting out awesome content. Go give them a subscribe, a subscribe, 
a follow, mm-hmm. a like, you know the deal. Yeah, definitely do it. You'll be doing yourself a favor. Uh, we love them. You'll love them. Everybody loves them. Those random guys. <laughs> yes, sir. While you're uh, on YouTube, just go ahead and type in High Society Productions if you haven't already. And uh, go to my page, my, my channel. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button, the bell notification, and then give the videos a like. I've had a pounding migraine for the last two days. You might not be able to tell. I have one right now. I had to go to the hospital last night because my head was hurting so bad, and I don't go to the hospital, guys. But why I'm saying all of this is it's 2021. I'm doing a content challenge where I put out content every day, and I did this with a pounding migraine because I'm doing it for you guys. Mm -hmm. All I need from you is a like and a subscription. So please, High Society Productions, do that for me. I'd really appreciate it. Hell yeah, you're going to see us killing some motherfuckers on Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, we do a lot of gameplay too. So Yeah, so do it. And then get on Instagram after you follow us on for two rows and a review on Instagram. You can follow me. It is the Red Rum Crew. There's an underscore in between, so the underscore Red Rum underscore crew. That is my skateboard Instagram. Uh, since the weather is warming up, we're going to start doing a lot of cookouts and a lot of events. So hop on there and give me a follow. Since the weather is warming up, it snowed the last two days. Yeah, but that's just... Ohio sucks. Well, the people that are in charge of our simulation, uh, they got a new guy or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just, just wanted to throw that out there because it snowed and it fucking sucked. Um, I just want to say one more real quick thing. I just, I just got this idea just popped in my head. Okay. Well, we've, we've done the get hard reenactment. And I, I said, I want to do some more reenactments and stuff for my, my YouTube channel, high side productions. I'm still trying to get to 200 over there. So if you listeners are still listening to us right now, I need a hundred subscribe or a hundred followers on Instagram, two bros and review for this, but get my channel to 200. High Society Productions, 200 subscribers, and I will reenact my favorite scene from the movie we just reviewed, the streaking scene. I will streak, and I will put it on YouTube. Obviously, you're not going to be able to see my genitalia or anything, but I'll still reenact the scene. So come on, get me to 200 subscribers. I just thought of it on the spot, so I wanted to mention it. All right, there you go. Get him to 200 subscribers, and you'll see him running naked through the river choir. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's all that I've got. Uh, that's all I've got. Well, thank you guys so much for continuously listening to us every week at noon. Uh, I am Kyle Webb. I'm his brother, Nathan Webb. And you just listened to your favorite podcast. Two brothers in a review. All right, all right, all right. <laughs>